Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my best pal, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? I'm good, Connor. I talked to you a reasonable amount of time ago. <laughs> People don't know, but, uh, you know, we weren't here last week, but we no. pre-recorded the episodes. We, we did fuck all work last week, lads. <laughs> I wasn't even in the country for several no. days. He tipped off to fucking the Italian countryside or something. <laughs> but I'm back and I'm ready to talk about... I I feel like the trust is gone now. We could say that we're back, but is are we pre-recording this episode as well? Look, that's a that's a problem for May twenty second, Connor. It's May twenty first right now. <laughs> good, good job. <laughs> if there's any murders committed, I'm here at this exact moment at this exact date. <laughs> Here's a photo of me with today's newspaper. <laughs> the perfect alibi. <laughs> um, so this is weird news, Shaw. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me, a man who has been too busy definitely being in one spot with lots of witnesses to look at any weird news. <laughs> a lot of recent bodies piling up in your local area, actually. I, I read that today. You know, I hadn't seen anything about that because I was with the lads, Connor. <laughs> I was with the victims. I haven't had a chance to read any papers. God, this is all news to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was away at the cemeteries. <laughs> um, so yeah, weird news. Um, it's it's a big week, mostly just because uh, because we pre-record. We have a few extra days of weird news. People were kind enough to also send us in stories, so I That's only got back nice. to replying to those people today. As you know, I wasn't around uh, on the Instagram, and Sean doesn't like it. <laughs> so. I, it. It's too much for me. I'm not good over text. <laughs> By the way, if you could give us a like and follow on all of the socials and on any of the podcast platforms that you're listening to this on, it would really help us out. Um, I also like when people do the little 
the response thing on Spotify. We got another feud last week as well. We um, did, we did indeed. Also, if, if if Spotify asked you what you thought of the episode, tell us your best alibi. For no reason other than I need a few in the back pocket, you know? <laughs> just writing them down, just, you know, for leisure. Just ready to go, just in case I should ever take up creative writing or something. I'm not going text. <laughs> If somebody actually, like, there's a mass murder in your area, you're going to be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. I'm really putting this angle square on do myself that? here. <laughs> I, I Steve Arkelich, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Sean, we're going to start off weird news this week um, with a question, really. Oh. Is how far would you go to piss off your arch nemesis? Oh, that's interesting. Well, I have no enemies, Connor. Mm-hmm. First of all, let me it's just true. make that clear. Uh, but also to the ends of the earth, I would say. <laughs> would you get? I mean, there's creative ways of doing it. You could do the basic bitch way. Maybe just like kick, kick them. You know, when they're walking past, just a, a quick a kick to the kick. shin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and your old shin kick. That's that's a good one. Um, or maybe like push them over slightly. But what if yeah. psychologically you could actually, you know, take advantage of certain situations for your benefit to ruin their life and ultimately cause them harm mentally? That's that's the route I would go down, I think. It's, I'm better at it. Frustrated woman swamped with phone calls from people doing Chewbacca impressions <laughs> for no reason. That's okay. Why does she keep... I mean, you'd have to keep answering your phone, wouldn't you? Mm. So... Yeah. Taylor, Taylor Page from Sydney, Australia, is searching for answers after somebody gave her mobile number out on a flyer. And said flyer had a photo of the Wookiee Chewbacca on it um, and then asked callers uh, to ring the number and mimic the Star Wars character, giving her them the best impression that they have with her phone number on the flyer. She oh doesn't know God. who did it she doesn't know why they've done it she just knows they're a bastard (laughs) that's genius because also the person on the other end of the phone who's making the call doesn't know that they're fucking with someone they think it's a competition yeah well i mean there's no prize i I suppose the prize is the best impression yeah if you're the best chewbacca impersonator that's something you can hang your hat on australia (laughs) Yeah, 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 within the local dialing code, of course. (laughs) So the single mom says that she's been bombarded with people getting in touch and mimicking the the character. Uh, Speaking to the news, Paige said when she asked one of the callers where they got her number from, they told her they'd seen her poster in the street. Just po- who's doing posters in the street anymore? So That's amazing. Has gone through the trouble of getting flyers printed off with this woman's face and Chewbacca at a phone number, and somehow then took the time to go around Sydney yeah. posting them on light posts. I assume. Yeah, yeah, that like the, uh, we're picturing the exact same thing right now is that they're going around with a bag full of these leaflets and a staple gun. <laughs> yes. Like that's what's going on that in my head. That takes up an afternoon. <laughs> oh my god! And in the Australian sun, it's probably sunny. It's winter there now, but still, mm. like it's gonna kill you. However, Paige said she had nothing to do with the bizarre competition, as on the flyer, along with a note telling people to provide their best impression, it also said that they would be in with a chance of winning $100 e for, for the best impression. 
for the price of a phone call, you could win 100 quid, Connor. I'd do it. <laughs> it's £51, by the way, is $100 reduce. Oh, of course. It's Monopoly money. I'm sorry. Mm, it's the uh, dollar do. Dollar do. What's, what's that in euros then? Jesus. Um, it's like 60 quid? Like 100. Uh, oh, well, £51 is like 55 euro? £59.78, Connor, at time of recording. That's a sweet little deal. Which I will reveal is 13th of September. Uh, (laughs) If you would like to also do a much better competition, you can subscribe to our Patreon down below for a load of extra content, much less than $100 reduce. Like, it's like $10 reduce. Far much more content as well, Connor, between the movie (laughs) reviews, the the listener hangouts that we do. Oh, it keeps on giving. <laughs> I just like saying dollar reduce. <laughs> when asked who she said Tiggs might be responsible for the stunt, she said, I'm not too sure. I honestly couldn't tell you. I didn't even know I had any enemies. <laughs> that's that's the thing. You never know you have enemies. True. You have to assume you have enemies. She then went on to state very clearly, I hate Star Wars. <laughs> Okay, they, okay, so now you're... No, that's narrowing it down. You now just narrow down the person you've said, I don't like Star Wars to. Mm, true. So, then, um, as though as yet, though, she also has then said that she has only watched one or two Star Wars movies. She's not even that big of a fan. Which, as you said, narrows it down. Who did you watch those movies with is number one. Are, and are they a big star? Sure, yeah, like, go for the biggest Star Wars fan in your life. They're probably... Mm. Yeah. The main culprit. Well, would they? Would uh, Star Wars fans overreact to maybe being told that their movie isn't good? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say yes. <laughs> it's going to be a yes for me, dog. As as you are also a fellow Star Wars fan, you are allowed to speak on their behalf. I assume. Oh yeah, yeah. I I I know the the community that yeah. I'm a part of here. Yeah. It's At the least forty percent of those movies are good, and that ratio keeps going down the whole time. <laughs> it used to be fifty, and then they release another few. <laughs> they release another few for putting TV shows into the mix. My oh, God, lads. everyone's <laughs> watching Ahsoka, aren't we? Have we? Have you watched Book of Boba Fett yet? No, no, I haven't, and I have no inclination. Isn't the plot of that he wants to be a bounty hunter but nice? Isn't that his the whole? Yeah, well, like thing? I want to kill people, but I also want to like just be cool about it. Do you know what I mean? Like hip hop happening kind of guy. Of course, it's which was what Boba Fett always was. Of course, uh, this that's beyond the point. Why? <laughs> what is the person? Is it has to be someone offended that they don't like Star Wars? Who then is like, okay, I'm going to now ruin your life. Mm. Also, I, I think there's a cheaper way of doing this as well, which is... How, that how do you go about this to maybe save money? You uh, <clears throat> you write the number. It needs You need less flyers, put them in a bar bathroom, because people will be drunk and more likely to call, preferably okay. near a cinema where nerds would hang out. <laughs> if you've got some nerds. kind of... If you've got some kind of barcade situation... <laughs> Yeah, That's yeah. the dream. You're you laughing. You are, you're you're swimming poster. in calls. Swimming in calls. You can't move for the minutes that <laughs> And are those people used. are lonely. Nobody loves them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Connor, now, come on. You're being a bit harsh. I love a barcade now. myself. <laughs> Barcades are the fucking best, man. I would spend all night in the barcade. <laughs> and all day. <laughs> so what are you saying? You're saying you put them up in the, in the bathroom. Yeah. And then what? That's it. 
That's it. Just a, it's a but, it's a much more efficient way of doing it because someone's not going to see a poster in the street and call right there and then do it. You need mm-hmm. constant, and then the beauty of having it in the bar bathroom is it comes in peaks. You know, you might get no calls throughout the day. Yeah, but once eight o'clock on a Friday hits. By Jesus, it's off the hook. Two o'clock in the morning when the drink really sets in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Print a second poster, put it in the kebab shop down the road. <laughs> just, just in the bathroom and the kebab shop. Yeah. Two and posters, you've tripled your calls. Yeah, I, at that point, you are saving so much money, but also causing triple the harm. That really, yeah. you're, you're just... You're, you're you're losing money on yourself by doing any other plan. Honestly, and like if, if you could take this the whole way, like you register as a business, right? <laughs> and then every time someone calls, wants to call this number, it has to be routed through you, okay? <laughs> and then, then you charge, oh, I don't know, a dollar a minute or five hundred dollars a minute yeah, if it's if it's dollar reduce, yeah. And then you're you're rolling in it, and you're making this person's life a misery. <laughs> But the problem is, once you create the company, there's a paper trail that they can track it back to you. True. Unless. Unless we create several companies, money launder through all individually, and then maybe make up a few proxy companies on the side that then we can send the police that way if something goes on. That's fair, but I also Hmm. want all of those proxy companies, I want them to have a net profit of zero. The only income I want is the ones that come from making this woman's life a misery. <laughs> and I don't think I, that's too much to ask, quite I, frankly. I feel like you're going to do this to me. <laughs> no, Connor, I have so many witnesses. Don't worry about it. Like, no one's going to do that to you. <laughs> Just if you keep your mouth shut. <laughs> it's a, there's a secret fourth Patreon here where I give you Connor's phone number. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never reveal the amount... <laughs> no, you just have to keep putting it in until it's right. You have right. to guess. You just have to yeah. guess. Eventually you'll get it. Then you just have a chat. Like, I, I love chatting. You know what I mean? Like, you message me any time of the day. Ask me about theories about Star Wars or One Division Episode 3. I'm happy enough. Hours I'll spend replying. Yeah. But then you ring him, like, while he's trying to sleep with a, with a Chewbacca-esque scream. Oh, he'll be he'll be lost for words for once in his life, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, so I, I feel like this might be one of our best stories we've heard of what you do with an enemy she has not figured out who is doing it but I hope something comes up later on I want someone to have the big moment of like it was me it was yeah. me all along the Scooby Doo pulling the mask off kind yeah, of thing. yeah 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 I think yeah she needs to start tracking down who she has spoken to about Star Wars that's rule one and then go from there yeah and like, who is who would have access to a printing shop or printers? Because like, I don't know. It is a lot of prep in order to mm. fuck with this woman's life. When, as we've established, a scrawl on a bathroom wall will get several phone calls, as my secondary school friends can attest to. <laughs> but John was a dick. John was a dick and you should have called him and told him. <laughs> Jimmy did like kissing goats. It said it on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to move on Sean to our second piece of weird news and uh, we're going to Mexico City now because uh, recently the Mexico City Marathon was on an absolutely wonderful time um, 30,000 runners took part in the race and 
uh, one third of them over one third have been disqualified 11,000 runners DQ'd from the Mexico City Marathon <laughs> for why? for what reason? <laughs> so approximately during the 26.2 mile race they may have they were found to have cut the course at some point during the 26.2 mile race well what if they were going to double back at one point you know and they were just preparing so they reported Monday that the rumours were disqualified or the runners were disqualified after missing checkpoints that were placed every five kilometres. Some runners allegedly even used vehicles or public transport to cut the course. 11,000 people tried to cheat at once and I, in my head the idea is they can't disqualify all of us lads. <laughs> that Yeah, like do you think it, it was they all 11,000 cheated in the same way? No. Or like at the same checkpoint, or it was across a couple of checkpoints. That In my head, happened. it's a wacky racist situation. I think they've all chosen their own wacky way to get to the finish line in a cheating form. Of course. Now, I want to make a pitch, okay? Mm. The marathon has been around for ages. Okay, we may as well Boring. call it Snickers at this point, Connor. <laughs> Remember marathon became Snickers? <laughs> <laughs> The best jokes are the one you explain. <laughs> Go on. Okay, Marathon's been around ages. It's due for an update. Yeah. I think you can. You have an option. You can either run in the marathon, and if you come first like that, you win. There's no question about it. But it, you can come up with any way to finish that marathon, and it goes to an audience vote. And if the audience deem it to be class... Mm. You win the marathon. Oh, so what you're saying here is this is me and you in the boardroom. We've gone to yeah. the to Dublin City Marathon runners, the organisers. Yeah, twenty six point two miles, and we're like, we have a few ideas that we think could help you promote this event next yeah. year. This ain't your granddad's marathon anymore. <laughs> Allow me to introduce to you the hot air balloon, Lord Mayor of <laughs> Marathon's Dublin. notoriously a granddad sport. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they've been around since the Greek times. It's so, Ah, yes, all those granddads that are constantly doing the marathon. Um, so you're taking hot air balloon, but the rules are you have to finish the race on your feet. Yes. Okay, yeah, I'll accept that. The last uh, mile has to be done on your by running. So, so it's it's then a question of who can. Oh, that's good because then you can because re- you can run a mile. People, some people can run a mile really quickly. Yeah, so you can blaze to the one mile mark, and then sprint the rest of the way. Like the so, line. then it becomes: Are you smarter than the person who can run the mile faster than you? So, can you get the one to twenty five miles faster yeah. or in a more in a, in a smarter way? And I think you have to start at the starting line, everyone. Everyone like, starts at the same time. Obviously, it's a race, Sean. We're not trying to break all the rules here. Let's just no, keep no, no, some no. decorum. But if you can find some kind of, I don't know, city centre parachute company. No, actually, what you do is you get uh, a hang glider and put it on the roof of one of the buildings. And yeah. then the night before the race, you've set up a load of fires around town that will catch the hang glider and lift it up. <laughs> and then you crash at the one mile mark and just sprint to the end. Crash. The old classic landing of crashing. I don't think there's any way to successfully land a hang glider. <laughs> so ultimately you're taking that risk as well on your legs, that they might yeah. be broken. 
that's look at it yeah i didn't consider that with yeah. the mile left to run no 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 I, in true. my head also you're like this is a great plan you set off the very first fire you completely go up in flames and just just die but but if the audience votes oh no because i have to finish no he yeah, has yeah. to cross it no matter how many times you burn up you have to cross the finish line what if i set up a 25.2 mile long zip line that's allowed you're allowed to do that Okay, but do I can I set that up the night before, or do I have to string up the rope on the day? On the day, it's a day. The it's day. a day thing. The whole place it's is locked out the night before. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> guns, guards with just yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. Like big like machine guns. There's like a wall erected around the place. There's no getting. <laughs> like in. Somebody There's will no drop a out. nuke on that place if you even step foot in the place. Sewers? Can I use the sewers? Would you can use the sewer, lad. Yeah. What if I use the sewer and I've arranged that everyone in town flushes at the same time? <laughs> Now, granted, it's a risk on my part. It's a risk. You win, but at what cost? But like, but the speed I would achieve, Connor, would be worth it. <laughs> but like, you'd also die of several diseases once you. Oh, I go got septic. Out. Yeah, but yeah, like, you would be really ill. But I die a winner <laughs> as long as the audience votes. Again, it's be a risk. Like absolute shit. <laughs> I'm on top of the podium, and like everyone has a ten foot like space around me. <laughs> The smell. Oh, it 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 is pervasive. Like it's gonna get everywhere. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna get a bunch of uh, dogs, and I'm oh. gonna attach them to like a little ca- ch- like cart, like and a dog then, sled kind of situation. And then we're gonna dog sled this. We're gonna dog sled 25 miles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. X. Oh, pretty good. I'm gonna get a load of those spikes they throw out in front of cars, and I'm just gonna throw them in front of me. You're Mario Karting this. Yeah, oh, don't get me started on the banana peels that I have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just lacing the whole course with just random shit. What? Okay, what if, right, now look, this is a risk, okay, mm. but I'm taking the audience vote on this one. Okay. I get on the back of a tortoise, <laughs> because in a race, the tortoise always wins. No, no, no. So, in a fictional race that's based yeah. off a moral for children, the, the tortoise always wins. But in reality, that tortoise is getting the shit kicked out of it. By by whom, Connor? If you like, sit on a tortoise, it's going to die. <laughs> no, no, it's one of those old school Galapagos tortoises. It's a fucking dinosaur, Leo. <laughs> so you're going to get a really old tortoise. Yeah, but they, an old tortoise can move as fast as a young tortoise. <laughs> so then you're proving my pint even more. Yeah. No. But what? Uh, <laughs> I'm on the back of a tortoise. It doesn't matter how long it takes me to finish the race. If the audience... Know. No, I think the rules have to be the first ten get voted on. But if you come like seven hours behind everyone else, I still don't think you should win. But... Then you clearly don't have the... You've, you've sacrificed speed for style. You need but I'm style points to teach people and a lesson. Points. No, I'm, I'm about the morals of the marathon. Well, I'm going to get on a fucking massive hair. Just absolutely kill you, lad. Uh, you, 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 the biggest hair could not support the weight that the biggest tortoise could, first of all. <laughs> Give me a googs on how heavy a tortoise can support. How... Have no, uh, how how much weight? What weight is a much better English way of saying can, that. Can uh, not a horse? No, 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 a tortoise. No, 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 no not a horse. How I'm much not a weight can idiot. a tortoise carry? The the larger tortoises can carry between four and five hundred pounds. 
Connor. Fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I'm doing okay. Darwin got on their backs. <laughs> Darwin did. <laughs> Yeah, but Darwin, notorious marathon runner. He don't. He, I, I, I'd, I'd wager he could jog a mile. Do you know? <laughs> I don't think he sat them for twenty five point two miles, though. I don't think I can Google that. Uh, how far did How far Darwin, did Darwin sit on the tortoise for? Hang on, let me see. Oh, hang on. There might be a quote from Darwin here. Uh, I frequently got on their backs and then giving a few raps on the hinder part of their shells, they would rise up and walk away. But I found it very difficult to keep my balance. But he was an old man. He was so surfing he been on the bus. <laughs> what the fuck is Darwin surfing on the stands on him. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> this lad's meant to be writing books about natural selection. He's like, ah, yeah, but it'd be a fucking laugh, though, wouldn't it? Jez, I tell you what, they're, they're not fucking steady anyway. <laughs> That's Someone what Darwin down, lads. Like. <laughs> Not fucking steady these jokes. Someone draw a charcoal sketch of me on the back of this thing. <laughs> this will go down great in those books for the kids. They fucking love it. I'm looking savage, lads. Fucking king is paying me to be here, huh? <laughs> Um, so 11,000 people were disqualified um, the great event not only represents an outstanding celebration for all of the people of Mexico City but it's also an occasion to reaffirm the transcendental values of sport alright uh, they advocate for integrity yep. in, uh, in the competition every year and uh, they uh, are basically very very disappointed that many of the runners demonstrated an unsportsmanlike attitude to the race well, what, like, what, I'm sure the winner's a prick, <laughs> as well, like, did any of these cheaters come close to winning? <laughs> no, because they've all been kicked off. Right, well then those 11,000 should get to run again. And <laughs> to see who's the best cheater. Who's the best cheater now, is mm. the real, and then that one person gets a prison sentence. Now the... the <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, coming first. And it's like the last friend is like tight, you and your man in first and second. You're just like, but if I come first, I'm going to jail. But at the same time, I want to win. I'll have won a marathon. (laughs) There's integrity. That's how you find it out. And you have to do the last mile of a tortoise. Yeah. And the other 10,999 shot. So really just second. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't come second, you're going to jail or you're dead. So there's unfortunately there's the stakes. Um, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of weird news, and we are going to a town in Portugal now. Um, that if this happened in Ireland, I don't know what would happen. Uh, town oh. flooded by wine after two point oh. two million liters spill onto the streets. Terrible, terrible tragedy. Mm. I did see videos of this, and it looks yeah. like a biblical curse has happened. <laughs> Streets are running red with Pinot Noir. I don't. There's rumours that everyone there is only allowed to have steak this evening. Is that is that true? What, is, what middle what? class fucking what? joke are what you the, making? What, what did I just what, do? Where did this come from? <laughs> sure, I don't even you're... know. I I don't even drink alcohol. I don't even know which one is good. But I think red goes with meat. <laughs> Red wine with meat, yeah, 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 of course. White wine with fish, it's a standard practice. Yes! You know what you can have with a bag of chips? Fucking anything. 
<laughs> big bag of cans. <laughs> bag of cans. A Guinness with a lasagna. That's the most upper class joke I've ever made, and I got nothing, <laughs> and I'd really guessed. <laughs> no, you went for it, and I appreciate that. But Jesus, I know you. Like, <laughs> um, so th- I, I like how this um, article, by the way, says it's brought a new meaning to the phrase "paint the town red." Ha ha! Not paint, though. That would be funny if it was paint. <laughs> Having a glass of red after a long day at work is pretty common practice, but. So perhaps pairing a nice wine with a fancy meal. However, Sean, 2.2 million litres seems excessive for, you know, the one drink after work. Ha 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 ha. Good ones again. Good one. You leave me and the lads at that. We'll have it cleaned up in 20 minutes, honestly. The, also, the way do you ever see like old snippets of newspapers like from the 19 early 1900s? And they just talk, they just report it as it is, but it's just hilarious because of the language of the time. The way this is written, mm. it's desperately trying to be funny over a situation yeah. that's already mental. Do, do you want some inside scoop on this show? Is that every week I get a load of articles of people like doing weird news, right? And then they, yeah. they write the article to try to be funny. And I take out all of those bits and I actually do the opposite in that I just yeah. report the bits that we know. <laughs> Because it's already mental enough. It, like it, they're the person that makes jokes when they're watching a comedy movie. <laughs> yeah, I got a good one lined up. Yeah. Away from this. I got a tight ten minutes once <laughs> once the heist starts. Um, so the the sheer uh, sorry the incident unfolded rapidly on a quiet Sunday, transforming the town into a surreal spectacle as a literal river of red wine coursed down the steep hill. Um, so the sheer scale of the spill prompted local authorities to issue issue an environmental alert fearing the contamination of the Sartima River. Uh, Anadia Fire Department sprang into action blocking and diverting the wine away from the river's path channeling it harmlessly into a field nearby. Well, I suppose it is harmless until you're the farmer of that field and now you're, all of your crops are dead. That's true because you've just thrown a weak acid onto all of the soil. Mm. What if he grow? What if it's a vineyard that it got fucked into? It's like this horror. <laughs> it produces the most juicy grapes. The possible. irony. <laughs> oh, the grapes are pissed. Alcohol content eighty five percent, and every bottle of wine. You, you could technically disinfect with this, lads. <laughs> uh, so the distillery issued an apology for the dis- disastrous event and took immediate steps to mitigate the damage. So this came from the local distillery, um, in which I don't know what happened and what. Of the two of the barrels exploded. Um, Jesus. Two Pressure massive tanks owned by the distillery basically spilled. So they knocked two tanks over and 2.2 million litres of wine escaped. So I know you don't drink, right? Mm. But say, for example, we're over there on holiday and this happens. Yeah. And we have empty wine glasses with us. Would you have a glass out of the street? Is my question. I'm going to follow that question up with a question of how many yeah. drinks would you drink off the street? <laughs> of, like, I feel I'd be remiss if I didn't at least have one or two. <laughs> it's gone through the streets. How close am I to the, how close am I to the brewery? <laughs> You really want to get it before it travels a mile. 
Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't want a lot of a uh, lot of sediment in that. Yeah, wine. you don't want dirty sediment wa- wine water later on down the road. You want to be like right beside the distillery. Yeah, if I'm right beside the distillery, I'm like I would go in like the fucking salmon and knowledge. Like I would hold it in both hands and sip it. Okay, well then my question is, how far is too far for you from the distillery? <laughs> it, I, I, my question: What's it passing? You know, is this going over dirt roads or nicely tiled streets? I mean, it no matter what it is, it's got to be dirty. There's no way have, all that liquid can go. <laughs> 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 like, like if a big load of Fanta came, I don't know if I would drink the Fanta either. See, I, Jen, I think for the story, I would have a drink of it. Is my thing. There was that story ages ago about the, there was a, a a distillery. Everything started leaking and going on fire and everything. And people started drinking it out of the street. Yeah. I think that'd be fine for a couple of glasses. <laughs> What's it going to do to me? Like, my stomach will handle it. <laughs> Diarrhea, I suppose. Yeah, but like, I'm on holidays. I'm probably drinking the tap water anyway. <laughs> Sure, aren't I on holidays? Sure, I've allowed a little bit of diarrhea. Yeah, sure, it wouldn't be wouldn't wouldn't be salute without it, lads. <laughs> I just feel like it wouldn't really put me in the mood for let's have a few drinks. It wants the whole place is flooding. But oh, but it, it, like, but it, I, let's but it's not a dangerous flood, say. And you can you can determine that based on looking at it. Of well, course. yeah, but like I is I from looking at two point two million liters of wine, I assume it's over ankle height anyway. But not for long because it's flown away. Because you're drinking, so you, <laughs> not for fucking long, lad. Yes, I'll have that down to the toes now in just a second, boys. Don't worry. <laughs> Someone give me a straw. <laughs> a big one. Uh, <laughs> Um, I don't even I like the idea that they only have paper straws and it just keeps wilting <laughs> I don't have enough <laughs> keep them coming boys <laughs> just like swapping them out we are the one man saviour of this town <laughs> thank god he was here said locals he's in bits he's There's been no drinking man. for an hour it's a drinking machine <laughs> <laughs> that's not his no man it's a remorseless drinking machine that boy I just, I'd, have a, I'd sample it is all I'm saying be perfectly aerated oh man that is so funny uh, I don't know what you would do at that point I feel like in Ireland it has a different vibe um, I think yeah. people are just like even if you didn't like red wine it's everything's stained though like everything's you'd prefer a white wine if it was going to flow if you're going to spill spill white wine of course mm. like that's mm. gonna that is gonna coat everything as well it's gonna yeah. be sticky and hot for days the yeah. flies after oh, oh no oh no yeah oh, you better drink up lad <laughs> you 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 start in licking those head, stones. In my head, you're like Moses, and it's coming down the hill, and you're like standing there. With it looks two like straws. it's parting, but it's just yeah, it's me sucking it up. <laughs> Look at him go! He's standing between us and just pure destruction. That boy. Um, I went on a boat tour one time, and there was free wine. And like me and Orla were just sitting there having a great, like chatting to other tourists and stuff and being like, oh, they're from America, you're from Croatia, all this. Uh, and we just hear the thickest Irish accent behind us. And it's just, is that the wine? It is. And we're just like, oh no. And it was in like massive three litre bottles of wine. Yeah. And they just grabbed one and brought it off to their table. Fucking right, lad. Free, w- free like, drink. 
you're meant to go up and pour, lads. That's the that's the social contract well, we well, got. Well, as to. a matter, recently at an international wedding, which was all expenses paid, all oh. drink paid for. Boys, fucking table wine at a wedding. Outstanding Which, by the way, decision. Is completely normal everywhere else. Only in Ireland they're like, can't do that, lad. Like you just genuinely can't do you that. Bankrupt yourself if you do an open bar. <laughs> yeah. It'd be one flex. Like if I were to get married, I'd fucking like I would sacrifice something. Don't tell anyone this. Uh, I, <laughs> the, just the I idea. All that. <laughs> no, just the idea of being like on the wedding invitation. Being able to write open bar. Oh, beautiful. The, your family would look at you like a god in Ireland. You'd be, <laughs> oh. you'd be looked down upon as like someone who'd come from the heavens. Yeah, and peop, like people would go back to work on the Monday. And they'd be like, oh, how was that wedding you went to? Scrap yeah. open bar. Open I would, bar. I, it would get fucking numbers, lad. Honestly. <laughs> I could invite maybe four people, but... <laughs> <laughs> I could only bring your parents, not mine. Yeah, <laughs> They're staying at home. <laughs> Sure, I, I have cans in the room. I'll be grand. <laughs> My uncle Mick loves a drink, actually. We couldn't bring him. Yes, no. No, Mick will destroy us now. If we... <laughs> He'd bankrupt us all, so he would. <laughs> That'll be the end of it there. <laughs> um, Sean, we're going to have to move on to our next piece of news. And it is a follow-up to a story that we had last week about a cursed painting that was ah, haunted. Yes. Um, j- this is a bit of follow-up story. So last week we discussed the fact that um, there was a painting that was bought by Zoe. Elliot Brown and she brought it home and then her grandmother started acting really weird and basically started getting the shakes and but we decided that it might have been because she recently gave up the drink we're not yeah. quite sure um, she was at my wedding was, actually so. she was in her 70s and she was addicted to drugs and drink as far as we know now look we're obviously just saying these things might not be yeah. true but we're just stating these facts um. <laughs> With no evidence. With no <laughs> evidence, but you can read what, between the lines. Come on. Because it's not causing that old woman to shake that painting, but it is called So she handed it back to the charity. And then the charity. Okay. Then she bought it back from the charity again. Yeah. The second then went time. On, then went on this morning as mm. well. Let's not forget yeah. that. Um, but then, Sean, we have found out this week that Miss Elliot Brown has sold the painting, the cursed painting. For profit? For a lot of profit, yes. Um, I said this was the only, sorry, this is the only uh, ethical way to get rid of that painting as well, if you don't want to destroy it, is to sell it to someone who knows about the curse. I just want to that, that is true. So now she has released the news on the TV, this painting is cursed. Yeah. Do not buy it. But of course, people are idiots. And if True. you tell them something is cursed, they'll be like, well, I'm going to buy that because I'll be the one that won't be cursed by that. Yeah. that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'll be different. I, I, it won't affect me, surely. Well, recently it was listed for £450 originally. Right? Originally. Remember, bo- bought from a charity shop. Yeah. Sold for nearly £1,700, Sean. Jesus Christ. Yes. That is probably, that, probably the most value that painting's ever had as well. She will release 50% of the profits of the sale to the charity shop. I would give... What are you doing? No. Give him the whole amount. What the fuck? <laughs> There's a moment where you're like, yeah, but 
I did go on television and I did a lot of the work. What are they doing? You know what I mean? Do those yeah. blind people need charity? Wouldn't what are you gonna do? Like oh, at least give him a grand out of it, like. You paid a fiver for that that's that's ridiculous. You're not meant to do that. If you make money off the back of a charity shop, you're meant to put it back into the charity shop. So she buys it once, realizes it's haunted, gives it back, then realizes shit, a haunted painting will make me famous, then buys it back again for like ten quid, and then is like I'm going to go on TV, sell the story to the newspapers, and then when that dies down, I'm going to sell it. And it's yeah. going to make a shit ton of money. And geniusly has made 1,700 euro off this, or 1,700 pounds off this, um, which I assume is like nearly two grand in euros, and is going to give 50% of the, of the profits back to the charity. But, Sean, that means the other 50% gets to stay going? with old Zoe. Yeah. Zoe's done really well out of this, hasn't she? <laughs> it was on auction on eBay, by the way. That's that's fine. Like people, are, I assume people know the story, but like, I'm now leaning to believe that this painting wasn't haunted in the first place. Hang on, what? I'm saying the Sorry. whole fucking thing was cooked up. They what were the chased by some shadow figure in the park or some shit. Yeah, her and her, and her boyfriend were chased by a figure that was all shadowy in a thunderstorm, and then they sprinted away, even though we realised, well, why would the be painting be outside in the open air? If the yeah. painting was haunted, then the painting would be haunted. So that's if you were around the painting, why would that follow you if you did an errand in the shop <laughs> yeah i think everyone like I, I think everyone's in on it and i think they've hoodwinked the nation uh and quite <laughs> frankly i won't stand for it <laughs> so i feel like we should maybe put up a poster of her find her phone number ring this woman with your greatest haunting noise yeah yeah just say boo over and over again oh good you good know? Yeah, and then she'd be all scared. It's coming up to Halloween, you know? I I thought you needed to know that it did sell for £1,700 this week. Like, I'm not surprised it sold for a lot of money, but, you know, based on the haunting story and everything like that. What gets me is that, like, don't worry, I'll give 50% to charity. The fucking neck on you to say that, honestly. (laughs) In my head, by the way, they fought for 50 she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give you, I'll give, oh, 15, 15, 20%. I'd wager as well it was a leading question. It was like, the, the, there was like, oh, we sold it for 1700 And then the reporter asked, oh, and will any of that go back to the charity? And in the money, it was like, oh, yeah, we'll give 50%. In the interview, she was like, yeah, 50. And they were like, percent or pounds? Ah, oh, well, 50. Yeah, 50. You know yourself. Like, that you've done like just take just have the story the story is more valuable honestly <laughs> do you Go think she buys it back well. again for the 1700s no I think they, she waits until the person realises it's not haunted and then they give it to a charity shop and then she tracks it down and then gets it again and does the whole thing all over again mate well look that's I don't like I think if someone wants to believe that that thing's haunted I think it's going to be haunted for them does that make sense mm. Like I think, yeah, yeah. and if and like that's not even like being like ghost denier. If like a ghost is real, I think it's gonna take up the pre haunted object rather than the non haunted object. You mm. know that that's what I learned from Scooby Doo as well. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. And that's need, if you believe, you will give it power. But if you stop believing, the power is taken away. 
Yeah, it's like Field of Dreams. <laughs> you ever seen Field of Dreams? It's like the Room of Requirement. <laughs> oh, of course. Like Speed 2, Cruise Control. <laughs> ah, sorry, yes, now I get the reference. Yes, you have to yeah. believe that the bomb is there. That's it, exactly. Mm. There was so, never a bomb. <laughs> there was never a boat. The, the, <laughs> that movie would have been four minutes long if Sandra Bullock had just said, there's no bomb. So, oh, Excellent. Ah, then just enjoy, just enjoy a nice fucking little little boat trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news, and it was sent in by our old friend Waffles, one of our patrons. Yeah. Um, Long time. Sent in last week, but of course we missed it. But we are back this week, Sean, because the National Security Agency have been, they've come out, um, and they have basically given their spies some some advice. So the National Security Agency is the shadowy hub for the United States Electronic and Cyber Spying Unit. They're um, listening right now. (laughs) And has instructed its employees that foreign targets of its intelligence gathering should be treated with dignity and respect, basically telling their employees, their spies, to spy on the world with dignity and respect moving forward. And I think that's a lovely sentiment that we should all really get behind. Absolutely. Like, and, and look, it does lead to the question, how have they been spying on us up until now? You know, find there are some kind of documents that could be exposed to reveal such a thing. It's almost like for many, many years, they've just been spying on people without dignity and respect. That's it. It's, it's fucking wild, in fact, that we're all aware of the organisation created solely to spy upon us. <laughs> we just I'm let thinking this of that happen? scene in Batman the Dark Knight. <laughs> Yeah, oh, of course. We're, we're, oh, look, you, Lucius, you, you'll you be at Gotham, but the machine can't be there. I won't be here if that's turned on. <laughs> <laughs> so, many people, civil liberties experts say the PR-friendly directive is an attempt to mollify European partners and American critics. Um, so, basically, people think that they've released this statement because the European section were coming at them to be like, you're breaking a shit ton of laws spying on people yeah. when you're not giving them any sort of, like information that you are spying on all of their shit and so Dave said to counteract that we're only spying on people with dignity and respect these days yeah. so you should better be, be nicer to us we're not we're not yeah we're not being weird about it we're just spying on you but you won't don't worry about us we're okay do you uh, there's a thing in California you know the way um the way the internet's a nightmare now and everything sucks and it's a terrible way to experience information uh <laughs> You know the way you have to click, like accept all cookies and sign away everything when you click on a website, any yes. website, any time. Uh, in California, you have to sign, you have to, if you don't want to opt into stuff, you have to click a button that says, please don't sell my data. That's ah. like a rule that has to be on there. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think it just it, like that's a better way than being like, we need your consent for these harmless cookies. A- experts also pointed to the absurdity that the NSA, an intelligence agency that specializes in electronic eavesdropping, including yeah. the interception of text messages and emails, could do so respectfully. <laughs> like, there, there, there's no respect. There's no respect anymore. <laughs> this is like the CIA putting out a statement saying that going forward, they'll only waterboard people with dignity and respect. <laughs> That's a damning statement, and it's I love it. That's excellent. 
<laughs> Mass surveillance is fundamentally incompatible with basic human rights and democracy. The NSA did not immediately respond to a request for a comment. That, like... Yeah. It's not right to spy on people. <laughs> I got a minute. <laughs> but here we are. You, like, you're definitely... You, in particular, are definitely on some kind of list based on all of the weird shit that you look up for this Sorry, show. hang on. Whoa, whoa, hey. Oh, hey. I've clicked on... Yeah. Oh, oh no, yeah. I look up the weird stuff. You click no, no, on No, no, I was about to say, if we're doing have things said on this show, you are going to jail much faster than I am. How? In what way, with all of these witnesses, am I going to jail? <laughs> you have said some of the maddest shit I've ever heard a human say. <laughs> and it's all recorded, baby. And it's, when, especially when you've had a few monsters before recording. You will just oh, say yeah. stuff. It's really truth serum for me, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> just, you'll just let stuff out. And you'll just incriminate yourself. You're, t- you're talking about the otter thing again, aren't you? I am talking about the otters thing, yeah. You said you were going <laughs> to steal a bunch of otters. <laughs> no, I was going to rent them from a local sanctuary. <laughs> and if, if you didn't get the rights, you were going to take them. Yeah, but I'd put them back. In the wild, where they belong. Put them back. <laughs> Actually, I, I do promise. often. <laughs> I promise, and I do often incentivize rebellion. <laughs> you do always incentivize. That's your first what need. It is. It's my first. It's my. It's my primary, like reaction to things. I'm like generally. Florida man. Rob somebody. Have we thought about maybe burning the streets and getting rid of all governments? <laughs> if there were no laws, then he wouldn't be breaking any of them. Technically true. Yeah, you've actually said so many things defending Florida, man. <laughs> where, where I'm like, I, I, yeah, yeah, and I did advocate for shoot, like just shooting ten thousand nine hundred ninety nine people a cheat in a marathon. <laughs> but to be fair to you, you said the person in second place could live. So swings live? and roundabouts. That's it. So like, there's. And then the first person, jail for life, of course. Jail for life, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... <laughs> it's a light-hearted I, comedy show, I think show, we've folks. recorded too many audio clips. We've recorded too many audio clips that we could definitely go down, so you have to be my alibi and I have to be your alibi. Oh, and yeah, yeah, I, yeah. If anyone says, is this you, I'll be like, no, I wasn't there that day. Also, Sean wasn't there that day either. Uh, no, I just, we were both I know away. That. We were both yeah. we were doing drugs at the time. Nice. <laughs> I was killing children, actually, uh, at, the, at the time of that recording. <laughs> he had the petrol, I had the matches. It was it was, it was great. <laughs> um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And uh, I have a tourist trip for you. So oh. have you ever wanted to go to the Big Apple, New York? Oh, I have, Con. It's, sound, it's the city that never sleeps. A place <laughs> where that- dreams are made of. Uh, the land down under... <laughs> Old San Francisco, New York. <laughs> the Windy City. <laughs> Tourists are flocking to New York City, Sean, to go on a new tourist trip of a rat tour to see the iconic mascots of the metropolis. Are they the mascots? I thought that was the apple or Lady so Liberty. Tourists visiting New York City are now getting the chance to go on rat tours to get an authentic Big Apple experience, according to a report by the New York Post. Um, Kenny Bulwark leads free-walking late-night rat tours, taking routes near Rockefeller Center and in Flushing and Sunnyside, Queens. This, this is... So, like, look, it's a whimsical little tour where you look at rats. That's fine. They're capitalising... Yeah. Fucking 
disease, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Rats are like the New York City mascot, he told the news. People want to see it for themselves. They will, they're fucking everywhere. He also live streams on TikTok as he explores rat infested parts of the city with up to 10,000 people tuning in at one time. That's fucked. I, like, kudos on him for the hustle, I suppose, but surely the money should be put into not getting the rats away. Like, rats are fine, but, like, mm. the, the ones in New York are pretty fucking manky. One of yeah. them is a ninja, and he trains four <laughs> turtle fucks <laughs> who are always causing trouble. <laughs> he should be the first taken out. He's the first on my list. I'm not saying we need to shoot all the rats. I'm saying we shoot him first because he's the leader. Ones. Yeah, he's the. You cut the fish at the head and that stops yeah. it dying or whatever. And, no, and we get Shredder involved. Are you Shredder? <laughs> Maybe that's my arc here. I'm Maybe Shredder. I'm going to turn into Shredder. <laughs> Man, that'd be cool. I get that claw hand thing. <laughs> it's one of those things you just have to see, said Aaron Lidwell and his wife from Altoona, PA, who visited the city hoping to see the rats. I'm sure there's rats in Philadelphia as well. <laughs> Why would you go to New York to be like, you know what I'd love to see? The fucking rats. Every, like anyone, like I've heard uh, people have come back from New York and they've been like, oh, there's rats everywhere. Yeah. It's like, you're, it's not a point of pride or it shouldn't be, at least. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's like seeing a pub in Ireland. Like, yeah. yeah like, big up to do lad. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's mad that there's so many of them. But think about why there's so many of them. <laughs> they love the drink. <laughs> they love the drink. The rats love the drink. That's true. The rats here seen... are alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> we are the rats. The, have you ever seen a rat king, by the way? Um, wait, now, is this a movie? Is this, no. is this a show? Is this a real it's, life it's, thing? It's, 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 a, it's a phenomenon in nature. Where right. you'll get rats and like they'll be all bundled together and their tails all interlock and get so tied together that they just fuse into one thing and it's this mass of rats that then just moves as one fucking body. It's weird. Well, that's the most horrifying thing I've ever heard. Go it's on. It's horrendous. Do you want to see a picture? I would. You know what? I absolutely wouldn't. But I know you're sending one anyway. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't do it because it is foul. I will say. <laughs> but are we not saying that that might be Master Splinter? See, Master Splinter was genetically altered, you know, like, there was outside forces at play here. This thing just happens every so often. You're saying they Megatron up? They Megatron up. Now, they don't have, like, a shared hive mind or something, but it's just a big mass of rats all tied together. How? Who knows? Do they have a shared hive mind? Can you tell me for a fact that they don't? I have not interviewed any Rat Kings person. Yeah. I I mean, that is... Rat Throne. So you're telling me they could get more powerful... Yeah, if all of the rats in New York City went into a big rat king, they could, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark boulder rolling down. That down, like, Times Square. They could. We would have to get some sort of, I don't know, Power Ranger Megazord to maybe fight them. Yeah, what's the natural enemy of a rat? A cat, I suppose? You need to get, you need to get a cat king. A cat king. Top cat. <laughs> no, he's he's far too lazy for that. <laughs> he's not good enough. He's too apathetic. He's just chilling out. He just hates work, that lad. He has a top hat. That's all he does. 
He just has his little nightstand in the telephone box and that kind Making of shit. Making snide comments. That's all he's going for. That's all he's useful for. You're going, you're going to insult the Rat King to death. He can't hear you. He's made of rats. He can't. You'll be dead. <laughs> Before you know it, buddy. <laughs> I think, yeah, we need a, some sort of cats, but also cats are very difficult to get unionized, I think. That's true, unless they're the cats from cats, which I mm. think we're on the same team But I together. think they horrify humans as well the cats from the movie cats That's are you saying true. we throw jason derulo at the cat at the rats i think he should be the first up because <laughs> at least he would declare who the rats are fighting <laughs> you know if the rats declared who are you he would very clearly oh state, he's ready to go jason derulo and then he jumps into the rats jumps into the rats and starts punching the rat king <laughs> we give him like a little sword and shield and yeah, they're rat size though, just to make it fair. Uh, and then there's your a group sword of tourists. Is Jason, your, so- your shield, Darulu. <laughs> Together. Together. They are Darulu, Jason. Fuck. Uh, oh, fuck, we fucked it. We um, had one chance. Oh, man, we're going to finish off. Pitbull's the obvious option. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide himself could do this. Um, so we're going to finish off with Florida Man because we have a recurring character who came back this week in a big way in the news and you've probably seen this. Have Florida we? Man banned from entering the sea following another arrest for trying to cross ocean in human-powered hamster wheel. Oh my god, I hadn't seen this. I didn't know he was back, but we've had this guy yeah. twice or three times now. So Florida Man has been banned from entering the sea. The sea he's been banned from. Um, So Reza Ray Bellucci, an Iranian athlete and activist living in the US, was arrested on the 1st of September after being spotted by the US Coast Guard 70 nautical miles off the Tybee Island in Georgia. Uh, Bellucci was seen in a human-sized and powered hamster wheel, apparently, by his own words, on his way to London. (laughs) London! (laughs) <laughs> what? Just Ireland. He's going around us. Yeah. Stop off in Shannon at least before you go over. And landlock London. <laughs> La- yeah. Is he going to go up the Thames? Does the Thames drain into the sea? I suppose. Hang on a minute. Hang on. Hang on. Does the Thames uh, freeze? No. Uh, <laughs> drain into the sea. Does the Thames flow into the sea? It does. So well, of he course could, it does. But he would have to go. So not all rivers. I, I, I don't know enough to finish that sentence. You, uh, you, uh, you nearly went for it. You nearly, nearly went for did. It. Would you not fucking rock up in Brighton or something? Like by the coast. I mean, that would make sense. Maybe get then rent a car. Drive yeah. there. Yeah. Cardiff. Like any of these would be lovely. In, in fact, it is said to have not even been the first time he has been intercepted in his journey across the seas, with Bellucci having attempted to run across the Atlantic in his bubble multiple times before. Yep. It is la- we have covered this man several times, but in his latest attempt, Bellucci and police are reporting as having a three-day standoff prior to his return to shore and arrest on the 1st of September, with the Florida man basically determined not to return to land and them being like you will die if you go to try to run to London <laughs> so for what three days he was running and he made it 70 miles yes but he's running on the sea which is much more difficult yeah mm. you're fighting tides and current and all the rest of it 
Uh, yeah. Weirdly enough, uh, if he caught the Gulf Stream, he would be carried right to Ireland, to be fair. Uh, that That's just... I know that much about the Gulf Stream that that Now, here's work. the thing. Florida man is not looking that information up before he sets off. And you know not he isn't. All. He would have left from the Gulf of Mexico if that's what he was yeah. doing. Uh, um, do you want to know how far it is from Florida to London? Go for it. 4,386 miles. Easily run a day or two. <laughs> easy. 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 And then 11,000 other people could run it and cheat. It'll be fine. <laughs> All the Mexican lads said they ran it. Put it up in our Yeah, I ran from London, lad. <laughs> yeah, they're all just photoshopped in front of the London Eye. <laughs> um, officers were, ter- were determined uh, that Bellucci did not have the registration to run a human-sized hamster ball on the sea. Do you, is that a very specific Can, registration that you need? Yeah, is there a form for that? Or do you I, have I, to surely like? there's no form for that. Um, and that his rather ambitious voyage was manifestly unsafe. According to the documents, Coast Guards told Bellucci he needed to leave his boat, something the Florida man refused to do. He replied that he was armed with a 12-inch knife. Oh! (laughs) The best weapon for the sea. (laughs) For a man in a glass dome. Yeah, I'm going to bring something real sharp. (laughs) I'm going to do some stabbing while you're outside the dome. I'm going to do some slashing. According to a complaint filed on Friday in the US District Court for Southern Florida, Bellucci was charged with obstruction of boarding and violation of a captain of the port order. That is a very specific thing to be charged with. Yeah, and like, but I'd also feel a sense of pride in being charged with that. It's, it's quite piratey, Connor. Um, here's the main thing, right? So he's got a set of conditions that he has to follow. His bail is set at $250,000. Uh, so he's not probably... I think they're sick of him at this point. And yeah. also, he may not go to the ocean or board a vessel on the ocean for the rest of his life. Wow, he's been banned from the ocean. <laughs> they banned him from Forever. the ocean, yes. You can't ban a man from the ocean. That's so unfair. That's seventy percent of the world. Yeah, what's he gonna do? What if he needs to get somewhere? You know? (laughs) What if he has to take a ferry? Yeah. Uh, He's not allowed. He's not allowed. He's not allowed. How how are you gonna enforce that? Is it on his passport or something? It's just that they have posters of him everywhere. This man is specifically not allowed on the water. Do you remember back in the day you could just get a boat and go? What if we did that, buddy? What if we just left? Interesting to say my nightmare out loud. <laughs> Very specific. You, me, confined space, months on end. What could go wrong? <laughs> It'll only go well. I've got a 12-inch knife with me. Why are you drinking all that seawater, buddy? <laughs> That'll make you real sick. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Um, so while he may be banned from the ocean under current conditions, it doesn't mean that Bellucci will not be allowed to go into the sea in the future. Uh, it becomes after Bellucci's last voyage in 2021 was a similar disaster, as he was arrested in 2021 as well, having made his giant hamster wheel and attempting to run from Florida to London. Yeah, there was. A, I think his first one then, one of them is trying to run from like Florida to New York or something. I yeah, think. Florida to New York was the first one. Then yeah. it's Florida to London, and, and now it's Florida to London again. Right? I like just stop. Leave. You need to leave from somewhere with less good coast guards. Do you know what happened uh, the first time when he went to the New York trip? 
Uh, he planned on it, it being a three to four week journey up to the US city. Unfortunately, the trip was cut short when Florida man Bellucci realised that he forgot to bring his GPS and charging cables in his homemade hydropod. <laughs> so he had to abandon the expedition. <laughs> and slowly, slowly crawl back to shore. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> he was going to get lost. <laughs> There, there must have been. I mean, we probably made this point at the time, but there was probably a moment in that journey where he was like, "Ah, well, I chance it anyway." Yeah, he's, he's kind of like, "Well, I know the sun sets, the, the yeah, yeah. sunrise and <laughs> sets, and I'm, I am going north, I suppose." <laughs> he's there rubbing a magnet on a needle, like just trying to improvise it, <laughs> just anything. <laughs> he's like, he's trying to figure it out, but it, I am in a glass dome in the middle of the fucking ocean. I probably will die, but at it the is same time, dark. <laughs> it's getting dark. <laughs> Once darkness sets in, tough to tell where you are. Yeah, I don't think this man's ever spent a night at sea. Like, <laughs> yeah, because he never makes it that far. No. He always gets to the daytime, and then they're like, Coast Guard are here. It's like, all right, fuck, if we don't get him now, we'll have to get him in four hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that's uh, Florida Man's uh, trip. It's been cut short again, unfortunately. He, I'm assuming he will try again in a few months. Um, oh, when everything's absolutely. set up. Yeah, but like, and they'll try and stop him, but he'll keep coming back, you know? Eventually he's going to do it, and he will die, but he will do it. But that one man made it across in a barrel just floating, so see what happens there. (laughs) Remember that French guy? What a guy. What a man, what an 80-year-old man that was. (laughs) I think that's it for this week's Weird News, Sean. Do you want me to take us out, Connor? Yes, why not? Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back Friday with Hero or Zero. Monday with Movie Monday. Oh, not Movie Monday. No, not saying that anymore. <gasps> oh, my God. Nearly locked us into a show there, Connor. Ooh, uh, boys. And next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thank you to everyone over on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that is in the description. And massive shout outs and thanks go to Roisin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, Secretly Ed Sheeran, Don't Tell Anyone, David Clark, Sean Chucklin in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever Helm Roos, Danny McLaughlin, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Frost, Ed Ball, Connor and Lorraine, that's it, no, stop typing now, let's keep it simple for Sean's sake, Russ, lads, are you hungry or lonely, will I have a special on one pizza, garlic bread and a litre of ice cream, order online, Jackson Bruheim promises he isn't a sun bear in a human suit and insists people stop pulling the zipper on his back, Liz had a few too many on St. Paddy's Day and tipsly subscribe to the Patreon, Kira Lawler, Abs Kebabs, Judge Lahey and Killian Cronin. Thank you all very, very much for your continued support. We really, really appreciate it. Head on over to Patreon if you want to join those amazing people. Uh, there is also a merch store link below if you want to support us that way. It's heresforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter's at heresforhirebod, the four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Development's discussion group. Instagram is heresforhire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Meehan. I shall see you on next week, guys. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com